0: More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women.
1: Oh, yes it is, and we are talking about marriage. I love talking about marriage, but... Maybe you are in a tough place. I don't know. But we're going to talk about sweeping statements today. I have Tracy Sellers here. She's a radio host as well. She has a show, Vows to Keep. I want you to go to VowsToKeep.com. She's a wife. She's a mom. She's a marriage counselor. So this is going to be a very special episode. Welcome again, Tracy. Thanks for having me, Jennifer. We just have such a good time together. Yeah. And yesterday, if you missed yesterday's episode, go back and listen to it. We talked about Hagar. We talked about how God sees you. And he knows. those really hard things that uh, are going around in your head and your heart and he wants to meet you in those so that's what we talked about yesterday but today we're gonna talk about he always
2: dot 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 he he never (laughs) takes out the trash absolutely (laughs) so we've all been there we've had a bone to pick with our husband we find ourselves rehearsing an argument Mm -hmm. in our head that actually we might never even have with them. (laughs) It's something we might not have the nerve to say out loud, but hey, it's... Should we have this argument or not? No, I think we need to have a talk with the Lord Mm. more than we need to have a talk with our husband because our husbands are going to fail us. They are sinners just like us. They are human. So when we find ourselves between a rock and a hard place, or at least it feels like it, then there's some things we can do in our own hearts that are going to change our thoughts, change our attitudes. And they're actually going to be a blessing to our marriage rather than tearing it down. Cause I do believe that thoughts can either be negative or sinful. Really? And ah. there's something that we can do about that. What's really interesting is God's word tells us in first Corinthians 2:16 that we have the mind of Christ. Yeah. And I think sometimes really like, I don't, I don't see that as a reality because mm-hmm. my thoughts, they swing from here to here to here to here all day long. But God's word has enough truth in it, has the truth to teach us how to change these thoughts, how to banish them and how to think differently.
1: Renew, um, renew our minds. Yes. That and maybe we is need to, my mind. to ask the question, what do I always do?
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> for sure. Or what do I never
1: do that I should do? Right?
2: Yes. And what thoughts is he thinking? Like, how can I fill in those, some yeah. of those gaps yeah. for him? Because there's some gaps here, but it's on both sides. It is. Just like you
1: said. <laughs> Anyone that you live with, you've got stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: So he always fill in the blank. I bet right now the people who are listening, I know me, I've got that. He always thinks right quick at the tip of my head or he never. So I was polling some of my friends about this and just trying to see what are they thinking Very similar to probably what you're thinking as well. He always interrupts or he always has a comeback. He always thinks he's so righteous. (laughs) (laughs) He never compliments me. He never listens, never picks up after himself, never does what I ask him to do. He never says I look pretty anymore. (laughs) Do people say that? (laughs) Yes. And these are sort of these blanket statements. And that's where it can get into dangerous territory because we know it's probably not always true. Sure. Like he does help out. Mm-hmm. He does compliment me. We do go out on dates, and I can become very bitter and resentful mm-hmm. if I'm actually telling myself lies. That is a clue to me. If I'm bitter or resentful, I'm in unforgiveness territory, and that's where I need to start. Now, the natural desire is for us to want him to change, which, of course, God would want him to become mm-hmm. more Christ-like. It's our job as helpmate to come alongside him, and I think we can do that. But having these thoughts is not going to build our marriage. It's going to tear it down. What do so, we replace these thoughts with? Yes. Or and, do we tell him these thoughts? So I would say we need to replace them. Now, there are conversations we need to have with our husbands sometimes, and I think they need to be spirit-led. Like, Lord, should I talk with my spouse about this? Yes or no, like have God lead you on that. And when you go into those conversations, Lord, give me the words to say and a teachable, humble heart. Mm. Yes. But I think we can address a lot of this with the Lord. And right now on WRFD 230 on Saturdays, I'm in a teaching on this right now. It's almost like a Bible study because what we're doing is we're taking these negative thoughts, sinful thoughts, even sometimes, and replacing them with who God is and specifically some of his Hebrew names. So this next one, I really dug into the story of Jonah. And how Jonah calls God El Chanun. He's the God of mercy and grace. But for Jonah, this was not a compliment. He was like, Lord, I know you're merciful and gracious, and I'm not happy about it. He was bitter (laughs) that Nineveh didn't get what he thought Nineveh deserved. And I think sometimes we're in judgment about our spouse saying that was unfair. I don't want them to receive God's mercy and grace. Mm. And God says, no, this is who I am. Mm. Your bitterness is a poison to your marriage. It eats away at the fabric of your marriage and stems from the belief that our husband isn't worthy of fill in the blank, mm-hmm. love, grace, mercy, forgiveness, kindness, respect. We say they're not worthy of that. And therefore our thoughts run rampant mm-hmm. and it bleeds into our attitude. Yeah.
1: You know, I had a mentor. Her name was Evelyn Simpson. She raised nine children on a postman's salary <laughs> and she was a mentor. And she told me, she I, she said, have you prayed about it? before I wanted to talk to my husband about something big and I was like, well, no. And she's like, you need to take three days. I was like, three days. I'm going to tell him right now. Like as soon as he gets home from work and she's like, no, that's a big thing. And I think you need to take some time and pray about it, pray about the conversation and then have the conversation. And she taught me that when it comes, because sometimes we, it's so on our mind, but our timing is way off. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're bombarding him with something big when he's had a long day at work or he's stressed about whatever. Mm -hmm. And we need to really, do you think we need to be strategic about how we pray or when
2: we have these conversations? Definitely be in prayer about it because that's when our own hearts get changed. Usually we want to have that conversation, like you say, so quickly because we're up in arms about Mm -hmm. some unfairness, some injustice, some prejudice even that we have against him. But when we go to God and we say, God, okay. I want your will to be done. Here's how you taught me to pray. So I'm praying it right now. And Lord, I want you to lead me, guide me, show me what to do. Show me what to say. Even show me if I should have this conversation Mm -hmm. for sure. And like I was saying yesterday in the conversation with you, when we get that alone time with God, we start to realize who he is and what his mercy and grace means to us, what that specific Mm -hmm. name of God means to us. And then that's going to change our thoughts toward our husband. We're not going to be sitting in judgment, when we ourselves have received mercy and grace from God, mm-hmm. that's not the position we're going to be in. We're going to want to have that correct view of God so we can have a correct view of our marriage mm-hmm. situation. So here's some actions you can take. I think number one, forgive. Write down your always, he always and he never. So like write them down, see them in black and white, and go to your spouse, go to God, ask for forgiveness. Number two, celebrate the victories, not to keep score, but not to determine if he's worthy of grace and mercy, but to give praise when it's due and give encouragement yeah. when it's not due. Don't underestimate the power of your words. Jonah went and spoke to Nineveh and 120,000 plus people turn to God. Yeah. yeah. Find out what encourages him and speak it. Or maybe it's not even with words, but celebrate. He's a love child of God. And this last one I got from Psalm four. Don't let it fester. It says in your anger, do not sin when you're on your beds, search your hearts <laughs> and be silent. Now mm. the anger talked about here is not the, I want to have this all out conversation with you. It's that the seething, burning, repeating Mm. in your head kind of anger. So take care of it with God. Don't let it fester even overnight. We see that in Ephesians. Don't let the sun go down in your anger. Wake him up. If you need to have the conversation, ask him for forgiveness, get right, be reconciled in the moment. Oh, I love that.
1: Are are there things that he never does that we should never really expect? How do we know if like, he never does this, but that's not realistic. Yes. You know?
2: So let me say this. Um, there is a free PDF download. If you email me resource at vows to keep.com. And in that resource is some homework that I'm going to walk you through. And I'm going to address that very thing because when we see our expectations in black and white, we see not all of them line up with God's word. And that's mm-hmm got to be our standard. And that's what we're going to talk about next time.
1: Mm. And you know, none of us are superheroes. We can't get it all right all the time. Uh, <laughs> so <yes>. Sometimes we <laughs> always can't get it
2: right. Yes, absolutely. Mm. We want to not indulge in what we feel is our right. Sometimes we feel, Hey, I've got a right to a little bit of self pity right now. Cause he's not meeting my needs. I've got a little right to some self righteousness or even selfishness. Selfishness. I mean, Come on, he's been neglectful on something so important for so long, and I'm so tired of it. But just like Galatians 6 says, that when we sow, we reap what we sow. So we want to sow to the Spirit and not to our flesh. And I think when we just hold on to these standards, these thoughts, then we are really basing um, his performance on our standards, uh, not on God's. And we have to get out of that territory and say, God, I forgive him. I'm going to love him with your kind of love, even when I don't think he deserves it.
1: Yeah. You know, we're supposed to not keep score, Mm -hmm. but when, how many times do we let things go before we say something, or are Mm -hmm. there certain things
2: that we should never let go? I think that the things God has called your husband to do, like be a spiritual leader, to be displaying the fruit of the spirit in his daily life. Those are things that I think we have the privilege of coming alongside of him and helping him to be more Christ-like. If it's in God's word, if something that God's word is asking him to do, it would be unloving to not say something. It would be unloving to not try to do what Matthew 28 says to go and make disciples. Like our job in our homes is to disciple one another with God's word. But if it's something that is just your standard, then it is time to let it go.
1: Yeah, I think that's a prayer point. Like, God, what do I need to let go of? Mm-hmm. That is just maybe it's time yes (laughs) god will help us
2: weed through that won't he maybe it's just me and this isn't from the lord
1: yeah maybe some things aren't realistic we have to keep that journal out we have to keep that bible out we have to keep it we just need to take a knee get on our knees and say lord help us in our marriages help us to communicate your love to our spouse right Yes. Oh, this is Tracy with Vows to Keep. Tracy Sellers, go to vows VowsToKeep.com. If you enjoyed that, there's even more on her website. You have been listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson. If you missed the previous show, go back to jennifer-jackson.org. You don't want to miss that. We're talking about marriage, and we'll be there uh, again to- tomorrow, so stay with us. You've been listening to Simply for Women.